0: Radio network And now chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. I'm not even sure where to start today. We can start with nasty pool water, nasty kitchens and restaurants, recalls, or you know what? let's just start with something that I guess is supposed to be good. Uh, Wendy's, is saying, hey, it's summertime, so we're going to start selling strawberry frosties. Yay! Now, the good news from that story is that they are temporarily replacing the vanilla frosty. No way do they replace the chocolate frosty. I mean, I've had the vanilla frosty by accident. I don't recommend it. Uh, I like, you know, cold, thick, <laughs> ice, creamy, processing food, but I'm, you know, it's chocolate frosty. Hello, this is America. You go to Wendy's for the chocolate frosty. Hello. I mean, when they ask, uh, at, at the last time I went to Wendy's, they were, I ordered a large frosty and, uh, do you want chocolate or vanilla? And I'm like, is this still America? And okay. So you want chocolate? Yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, unless I specifically ask for a different flavor, when someone asks for a frosty at Wendy's, they mean chocolate. But hey, it's summertime, and not only will you be able to get the summer strawberry chicken salad, and who doesn't go to Wendy's for the summer strawberry chicken salad? Uh, apparently, some people do because they said we're always listening to our fans. <laughs> Okay, uh, you see, so you can get your summer strawberry chicken salad and your strawberry frosty, or you can just remain being an American and getting your chocolate frosty. And if there's, you know, whatever Wendy's you go to around the world, uh, the point of getting a frosty is getting a chocolate frosty. So maybe it's not just an American thing. It's a human thing. <laughs> Welcome! Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, nasty pool water story. Um, This is why I always question pool parks, water parks. I love them, but oof, no. Uh, An investigation into uh, the popular pool clubs on the Las Vegas Strip revealed, you guessed it, the presence of bacteria and E. coli. Inside Edition uh, sent a team of producers to collect samples at three of the most popular day clubs on the Strip. Marquee Day Club at the Cosmopolitan, uh, Daylight Beach Club at Mandalay Bay, and the Tau Beach Day Club at the Venetian. Okay. Uh, The pool water samples were sent to laboratories in Seattle for testing, and then they were reviewed by a clinical microbiologist at Columbia University. We found a lot of fecal bacteria in some of these pools. Uh, the potential for infection occurring seems inevitable. <laughs> yeah, you think. Uh, the Southern Nevada Health District requires these day clubs to keep pool filtration systems in continuous operation and to keep pools clean of debris, slime, and biofilm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the pool at the marquee day club the producers found the producers that of inside edition found fingernails cigarette butts and foamy debris Ooh, that does i mean i'm, I'm almost okay with fingernails and cigarette butts but foamy debris no no thank you <laughs> the samples from that very same uh pool day club, uh, the marquee day club, contained a bacteria count of 15 million, and that foamy debris tested positive for E. coli. Oof, oof. The uh, Mandalay Bay's Daylight Beach Club, the pool water sample, uh, 100 million bacteria count, and E. coli was found in that water as well. Uh, according to the one uh, expert, the, uh, <laughs> the Dr. Susan Whittier, a clinical microbiologist at Columbia University. Uh, I never expected to see those numbers of bacteria that we found. It's kind of similar to like swimming in a toilet. <laughs> now, every, I mean, your toilet is probably clean. I know I presume that mine is, but I wouldn't go swimming in it. Uh, the Tao Beach Day Club, though, is great. Whatever they're doing is perfect. There, the pool water was clean, no evidence of E. coli bacteria, and certainly no evidence of fingernails, cigarette butts, or foamy debris at the Old Tau Beach Day Club. So, if you are going to go, if you are going to hit Vegas, uh, you might want to, you know, do the if you want to do the water park kind of thing and hang out and get drunk in a pool, do that at the Tau Day. It's called the Tau Beach Day Club sure I get that right because they're the ones that are doing it right. The Tao Beach Day Club are not uh, doing it wrong. There are no fingernails, no cigarette butts, and no foamy debris. Still though, it makes one's question, you know what, I'm just not gonna, just not gonna go there. uh, I'm just not gonna go there. (laughs) Now we've talked a lot about the fine line between restaurants and customers right we don't really want to know what goes on in the back we trust that you're going to be as sanitary as you can we trust that you're not going to you know spit in our food or leave foamy debris (laughs) in our drinks we trust that that's what we do we haven't we have you know, we do have people that come in, health department and other inspectors that come in and want to make sure that you have, you know, sanitary conditions, but we don't want to know. We just, we just don't want to, I don't want to know anyway. But, uh, I read a story in a local newspaper about a little Caesars pizza franchise in Fort Worth, Texas. at uh, 6248 McCart Avenue, for those of you that are familiar with the Fort Worth area, Fort Worth, Texas area, and may know where the Little Caesars Pizza location is at 6248 McCart Avenue. They had a little problem. Uh, They were uh, shut down during a recent health inspection. Uh, They were cited for excessive pests and unsanitary conditions. Now, I'm a fan, you know, of Little Caesars. I've not taken anything away from Little Caesars. I, you know, let me have the $5 pizza or the $4 pizza or the $2, whatever deal you have, pizza, pizza, whatever deal you have, fine, whatever. And I realized that this is just one place. You know, there's plenty of other Little Caesars out there that are doing good work and clean work. So I got it. But, oof, I mean, they shut this place down right then. They scored a 34 And that's not good, according to the health department. (laughs) They were cited for mold on containers of liquid crazy bread spread, unsafe food, excessive flies, and gnats near the cook and wash area, and employees not washing their hands. Now, if you're an employee, and the health inspector is in the building, do you not wash your hands even if you don't normally? Maybe, maybe you don't. Maybe you're just an idiot and you, you know, you're you don't know how to do it right to begin with. Your training process was wrong, so you don't you don't do it. But it would seem to me that you would try to at least follow regulations when the inspectors are there. They also uh, found a roach near a sink. One roach doesn't sound bad, and it was immediately shut down. Now it opened uh, the next day after another inspection where they scored. 23 during the follow-up. Now, okay, so uh, you score this bad score and then one day later you clean up and we're back to being open again. Okay, uh, whatever, you got it. Now, I was looking at the list of actual inspections, uh, the the, the violations that they have. (laughs) It goes all, I mean, it is incredible. Uh, Observed prepared pizzas on racks without timestamps. Uh, food not marked with appropriate timestamp. Okay. Observe mold on containers of liquid crazy bread spread. Food is not safe in good condition. Unadulterated and honestly, pre- unadulterated and honestly presented. The food is not in good condition. Okay. Observe cardboard used as cover for a dough mixer with white and blue organic matter observed food debris on prep table and the list goes on and on and on. One employee did not wash their hands as required. Okay. So that was just a stupid. Employee. <laughs> a certified food protection manager, not employed by the facility or available. Oh yeah. No, you got to have the, I mean that's just another government way, right? I mean you got to keep the restaurants clean, but now they've they got to make sure you have these certified food protection manager. I'm sure that's just an online course. So you know take the take the online course and get your certification. Would you please? Uh, wow, inadequate hand cleaning supplies or inadequate hand drying provisions at hand washing sink. Oof crack observed under back door oh yeah that's uh, bad things things come in rodents come in outer openings walls doors roof and windows are not protected against the entry of insects and rodents. yeah no kidding oh, we talked about the flies and the gnats <laughs> they only found one roach under the sink Eh, come on one roach the rest of them were on the pizzas jeff oh okay oh, never mind <laughs> observed black organic matter in walk-in cooler observed shelving and racks with buildup non-food contact services of equipment have accumulation of dust dirt food residue and other debris and the list continues to go on so here's i know it was just you know it's just a a one-store But it makes one think about the trust we have between restaurant and customer. And it just, well, it kind of makes you want to just eat at home, doesn't it? It does for me. I'll tell you that. Oof. But then I think twice about it because I see where uh, the new Taco Bell just opened in uh, Minnesota. We talked about it when they had the concept of opening it with the uh, two-story Taco Bell where they drop your food down into the lane uh, like a bank teller shoot. And it just opened. It just opened. So it's, it's open. I mean, you drive-through lanes are dedicated to mobile or delivery orders. They give you the QR code and then you pull up and and your Taco Bell food drops down to you. Now, I'm since it's brand new, uh thanks to uh the uh, the elevated kitchen through the proprietary lift system developed by vertical works inc uh they you know i'm sure they're clean at least now so, uh their drive through orders have you know obviously during i mean the last couple of years because of a pandemic i mean they uh, everybody says their drive through orders rows, but yeah, they weren't even the restaurants. Most of them weren't even open. You had to go through the drive-through anyway. Some of that percentages are a little misleading, but absolutely, I mean, the drive-throughs need to, uh, you know, need to step it up. A lot of the places, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, have the two drive-through lanes now. But when you look at this, uh, this particular defy Taco Bell with the drive-through lanes and the food drops down, really cool. So makes one want. To go to Taco Bell, and just get the you know you pull up and you order it online you get your fifty tacos and then they drop it down the chute. Hopefully it's a big enough chute for fifty tacos. Maybe they have to do a couple of times, but you get it right there. Voop. You don't want to get stuck. I don't understand. <laughs> and what happens if it gets stuck? Holy cow! I mean now you're in trouble, right? I hope that uh, I hope that Vertical Works Inc has a good way to get up in there and unclog the old Taco Bell chute because uh, you don't want my 50 tacos clogging up that chute for too long. You just do not want that to happen. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink now, desperately. Desperately. <laughs> Okay, I know we're in the break room, but I can't stop thinking about the nastiness of restaurants. And, you know, we have to kind of rely on inspectors now because uh, for quite a long time, we weren't able to go into the restaurants, right? We had to get takeout. So you weren't getting to see or have an idea of how the restaurant was kept clean. That was my grandfather's thing. Uh, We'd go to a restaurant. I can remember walking out of restaurants with my grandfather. We would go in. He would go to the bathroom and he would come out. And if the bathroom was nasty, we left. His philosophy was if they can't keep the bathroom clean, he do not want to see the kitchen. And I mean, it's kind of a good way to rule a thumb. If you're able to see a little bit of what goes on, at least you get an idea of like, "Eh, no, no, thank you. Not today. No, thank you. Let me just go ahead and put my Raycons back in and finish listening to this murder Podcast, So I don't think about doing anything bad to you behind the, uh, behind the uh, swinging doors of the restaurant. Anyway, uh, I, I, speaking of my Raycons, I mean, I, I love them. And one of the things that I'm sure my family loves them too, because I am a fan of not only, you know, I, I want you to listen to more things than just this podcast, but, you know, first and foremost is Chewing the Fat. Hello. But uh, I was—I like to listen to, uh, you know, murder podcasts and murder stories. And so, you know, a lot of people in my house uh, aren't fans of <laughs> hearing about murders and uh, mysteries uh, behind those murders. So, you know, that's what I have my, my Raycons for. And uh, Raycons every day. Earbuds look, feel, sound better than ever with the optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. Trust me, once once they're in, they're in. Raycons offer three sound profiles to match what you're listening to, plus noise isolation and awareness mode, so you can choose to be immersed in the sound, which is what I always choose, or be able to hear your surroundings when you need to. I don't know of a time when you need to, but apparently there are. So you're able to choose it if you need it. Uh, Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Uh, one of the, I will say this. One of the things I keep waiting, uh, it, I, I feel like they, they last forever. The charge lasts forever. Because every time I look at them, I think, oh, i got to charge them. And they're still fine. I've still got uh, I've still got dots lit up. There's still, the charge is still there. Amazing, and when you need to charge it, it's super easy. You can even do it wirelessly, and this is a huge point. With Raycons, you get the same quality audio as other premium auto audio, audio brands at half price. That's right. Uh, yeah, the other audio brands are a lot more expensive, but that doesn't mean. They won't last. I've seen people talk about their Raycons falling three stories, getting lost in the rain and snow to- snowstorms, and still working. It's no wonder Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 49,000 five-star reviews. Check out Raycon's wireless earbuds. My guess is, is that you're going to want to leave them a five-star review as well. Go to buyraycon.com slash Jeffy today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon.com slash Jeffy. You're going to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. Get 15% off your Raycon order. by Buyraycon.com slash Jeffy. So I see where, you know, there's all kinds of speculation on whether Pope Francis is going to step down and, uh, you know, retire uh, from being Pope. Apparently you get to do that now. I mean, <laughs> we, we had that happen with Pope Benedict XVI. Uh, he stepped down, you know, back in, I don't know, 2000, whenever, whenever Pope Francis became Pope, but before, uh, Pope Francis, uh, when Pope Benedict XVI was, uh, anointed Pope, uh, I ran for Pope, uh, after the death of John Paul. In 2005, I ran for Pope, and I I really, I I found out that, uh, you know, look, technically, uh, you do not have to, uh, anyone can run for Pope, as long as you're a practicing Catholic, which, you know, at the time I was, now, well, I am if I'm running for Pope. We'll just leave it at that. But I, anybody can be Pope. So yeah, I mean, they, they like to say that you gotta be a, you know, a cardinal and a bishop and be all, be part of the whole Catholic hierarchy, but, uh, you don't have to be, uh, those aren't the real rules. The rules is anyone can be Pope as long as you get voted in. So I ran for Pope and I didn't, I didn't make it. So, and then, you know, Benedict, uh, retired. And so, uh, you know, he left. Have a nice day, and so Francis got it. Didn't give me an opportunity to build up a campaign. So now with uh, with Francis uh, looking at uh, you know mobility problems, and he's being you know shuffled around in a wheelchair, is having a little little, little issues. So okay, uh, <laughs> you know I, I just want to throw that out there to the conclave. Uh, I'm running for pope. Uh, I know you have the whole College of Cardinals thing, and you know your black smoke until the white smoke thing. But uh, I want the white smoke to be up in the air for Pope Jeffy. That's what I want. Uh, I've already come up. I'm going to be Pope uh, Fatimus Obesius the first, and I'm ready to go. I, I think can't remember what my name was. Now I have to go back to the campaign papers. I feel like Fatimus it was Pope Obesius Fatimus the first, or Pope. Fatimus Obicius the first I think I like that one better I think this time around maybe it was the way I named myself that hurt my campaign last time in 2005 so Pope Fatimus Obicius, Pope Obicius Fatimus Pope Obicius Pope Fatimus ah, I, can't, I can't decide <laughs> I probably should decide on a name uh you know okay well Pope Jeffy really doesn't really doesn't work but uh you know, I could be voted in as as Jeffy and then uh, you know, change, be part of the Pope when I get the when they give me the special dispensation and I get to wear the Pope hat and uh, I get to, you know, come out into the come out into the square uh there at the Vatican. Uh, I could be Pope Obesius Fatimus the First. Pope Fatimus Obesius. No, I think it's Obesius. I think it's Pope Obesius. Pope Obesius Fatimus the first that's what it is I've decided we're gonna I've talked it through with you that's my campaign vote for me for the next Pope Pope Obesius Fatimus the first and if you were lucky enough to be one of the people that have the new quarter featuring the late Cherokee principal chief Wilma Mankiller uh, they had the big celebration uh, yesterday in Oklahoma honoring her uh, move from activist to the first female chief of the Cherokee Nation. Uh, the quarter features a portrait of man-killer wrapped in a traditional shawl with the wind at her back and the seven-pointed star of the Cherokee Nation. It spells out Cherokee Nation in the Cherokee syllabary. I want one. Uh, so please, if you're in Oklahoma <laughs> or anywhere and you have uh, you have the old Man Killer Quarter <laughs> I want one. I want one bad. Uh, the quarter was released yesterday on the same day as a new book, Man Killer Poems, which features early writings by Mankiller that were discovered in a barn in her Oklahoma lands after her death. Oh, come on now. Let's we have to have a man killer poem. I've got to find what the of the man killer poem is. She was born in 1945, uh six of eleven children, to Charlie Mankiller and Clara Irene Sitten. Uh, the name Mankiller refers to a military rank, according to the National Women's History Museum website. All right, um, let's see. So, well, was you of San Francisco? uh she created oklahoma two dollars elected deputy i want a man killer poem only two other cherokee nation citizens sequoia and Marigolda ross have been featured on coins from the u.s mint they both appeared in the native american dollar coin series in 2017 and 2019 respectively i want a man killer quarter And I want to read some of her poems. I mean, especially after I know that uh, she was part of the occupation of Alcatraz and the Pitt River tribe while attending college out there in San Francisco. That's going to be great. I mean, some of her quotes, although I'm a fan of this quote, an Indian is an Indian regardless of the degree of Indian blood or which little government card they do or do not possess. That's good news. It's good news for my oldest son because he's got uh, Cherokee blood. And let's get him on the rolls. That was, of course, quoted from Wilma Mankiller. (laughs) I will, I will get the poems and we will have a reading on Wilma Mankiller poems. I promise you that. (laughs) Those of you listening to the broadcast, chewing the fat in your Mercedes-Benz, you may have a recall uh, issue. Uh, The recall affects a total of 993,407 vehicles, including 70,000 in Germany alone. Uh, They recalled these cars because the vehicles eh, have a little bit of braking issue. Uh, (laughs) They're calling it advanced corrosion. Oh, Okay. (laughs) So they're recalling uh, almost a million older vehicles from around the world for those potential advanced corrosion in the braking system. Uh, Don't forget, I mean, they had that big recall, uh, I don't know, last year over their emergency call system, which, uh, you know, usually was an online thing, so probably has been taken care of, but you know what? Stop by your Mercedes dealer and, uh, they'll let you, you know, they'll fix it for you. I'm sure that it, the fix will be for free, but I know that, uh, my father-in-law, uh, had a Mercedes for a while and, uh, you know, you pretty much drive by the Mercedes dealership and they charge you money. <laughs> you don't, you don't just pull in, uh, for nothing. Oh yeah. Well, that's gotta be fixed. That's manufacturing. We can't allow that back on the road, uh, without that being fixed. So I would be ready to pay more because they would say, well, yeah, we fixed the recall and the advanced corrosion, but we had to fix these other things too. Sorry, that's going to be $2,000. And I think you'll be happy with the $2,000 pay because it could have been more. (laughs) So I would be prepared for that. You know, maybe that's just me. Maybe not. Uh, You know, it's possible that you could get uh, get through the Mercedes dealership with just the recall fix on the advanced corrosion to the brakes? Maybe, maybe not. I see where uh, my man Harvey Weinstein, you know him, you love him, is blaming Chrysler for being regulated to a walker in recent years. He is uh, filed filing a lawsuit against the car manufacturer claiming that in August of 2019 he was involved in a nasty wreck near Bedford, New York while riding in one of their Jeeps. He says the company provided it so it could make an appearance in one of his films he was working on at the time. Unclear which film it was. Uh, Anyway, per the documents, Weinstein says that he was driving the Jeep when he had to swerve to avoid hitting a deer on the road. Weinstein claims that when he attempted to miss the deer, the brake system failed, sent the car rolling. He was wearing a seatbelt, but still suffered serious injuries and was rendered paralyzed as a result of the accident woof so we'll see what happens he needed back surgery because of a car accident and now you know that's what he said when he was on trial right he said that he had back surgery and now we know why he had back surgery because of this car wreck he was not you know playing sick or frail for the cameras so he's suing. he wants at least 5 million in damages will harvey weinstein get that eee, doubtful doubtful and as long as we're talking about crime you know and criminals uh bill cosby his uh, trial begins today in los angeles of the uh, lawsuit against uh Huth, right that's her that's her name um what's her phone? Judy Hooth. Uh he's not gonna be there. Uh Bill's not gonna show up. Uh he's uh he's blindness and the recent uh, COVID nineteen spike. Yeah, I'm uh, eighty-four and I'm not gonna be attending the trial. No, thank you. Uh this is the accuser that says he sexually assaulted her at the Playboy Mansion when she was a teenager. Okay. So, I remember this story now. But Bill's not going to be there. And so, look, he has a choice to be there or not be there. And look, he's blind. COVID numbers are back up. I'm not going to attend. I don't need to face her. This whole thing is ridiculous. That was me speaking, not Bill. <laughs> so, apparently, uh, remember uh, 1975 when she was 16, he took her to the Playboy Mansion, according to Miss Hooth. And, uh, of course, Bill has denied all allegations and admitted to meeting her at the Playboy mansion, but insisted it was years lady later. And there was, there's been all kinds of inconsistencies in her recollection. So we'll see if this actually comes to fruition or not. I know Bill's, you know, working on that bad guy character, but, uh, in court, we're supposed to go by what is the truth, right? I think that's the way it's supposed to work. And Kevin Spacey, you know him, you love him. Uh, <laughs> his, uh, his lawsuit is still ongoing. Uh, the, uh, man who claims the actor sexually abused him when he was a teenager, the federal judge said, yeah, that trial can move forward. No problem. Oh, okay. Uh, Anthony Rapp, uh, said that in his opinion, denying Spacey's request to toss the suit out completely. Uh, Rap claims that Spacey sexually assaulted him in an encounter in Manhattan in 1986 when he was 14 years of, of, of age. Now, Kevin says, hey, uh, okay, I'm happy to show up in the United Kingdom. The civil litigation was brought under New York's Child Victims Act, which allows victims of sex abuse alleged it doesn't say alleged in this particular story but that's what it is it allows victims of alleged sex abuse to file suit in most cases regardless of how long ago it occurred so there's no statute of limitations uh i know the sexual assault allegation in rap suit is barred with the statute of limitations, but all the other claims, uh, including the third degree sexual abuse can move forward. Authorities in the United Kingdom said they charged Spacey with four counts of sexual assault against three separate men. And Spacey said he would voluntarily appear in UK court to face those charges. So we'll see. He said he was disappointed with their decision to move forward. I'll appear. I am confident I will prove my innocence. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see if that actually comes to fruition <laughs> uh, we'll see and I think one of my favorite stories in uh, the crime pile is a convicted killer we uh, accidentally released from uh, Washington prison yeah we just let him go so he was accidentally released from a Western Washington prison uh, the prosecutor first handled the case uh, we gotta had, get had a warrant we got to get this we got to get this man back into custody uh, the victim's family recalls the release, a colossal mistake. Yeah, no kidding. So he was he pleaded guilty to killing this man in 2015, was sentenced to 28 years in prison. However, uh, there was a contested hearing last Friday where the court decided to re Bennett to account for his youth when the murder happened. He was 17 at the time of the crime. And it appears that the Department of Corrections misinterpreted the order and released him now they say, Hey, 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 uh, it was not done in error because his sentence was labeled as vacated and he had no more time to serve. So they let him go, uh, have a nice day. Uh, take care, get out of here. Now they realized that was, uh, you know, of what happened. So, uh, they, they don't want it to happen again. Now, they ended up getting a warrant and contacting the U.S. Marshal Service, and he has been returned to custody. So he didn't go on the run as, uh, I, I don't know if, if he gets set free by mistake, saying that it is, you know, was vacated and uh, goes on the run. Technically, he's not on the run, right? But they did bring him back into custody. So, oops, sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to... Put the wrong stamp on that paperwork, but uh, we did. And uh, so we just let him go. (laughs) Uh, That is just, that's almost unbelievable, but not in today's world. So just a reminder that uh, the national average as of this broadcast on 6-7-2022, uh, the national average for gasoline is $4.91 a gallon. So have fun filling up your car or have fun at least, you know, stopping in and putting in a quick 10 or $15, uh, you know, putting in a couple of gallons just to get you to and from work. Believe me. I know how frustrating that is. We also have uh, Germany uh, airlifting baby formula to Texas. I mean, wow. A plane carrying more than 110,000 pounds of specialty baby formula from Germany is expected to land in Fort Worth uh, later this week. Uh, Just incredible that uh, we have to have foreign countries deliver food to America now, and, and, and it's almost a slap in the face of Texans uh, because, and this, uh, I wouldn't put it past this administration to uh, make it, you know, on purpose coming to Fort Worth. But uh, you know, good. I, I don't. I would. I don't want the mothers not to have food for their babies. <laughs> I just don't. But uh, the air shipment is part of the Operation Fly formula. Ugh just incredible 110,000 pounds of Nestle's NAA Supreme Pro Stage 1 infant formula enough for 1.6 million eight ounce bottles will arrive in Fort Worth tomorrow which is the no Thursday the uh, 9th of June 2022 so I mean I guess we have a big uh, Nestle's and Gerber will distribute the product around the country we've got a big Nestle's uh, plant here so I'm sure that's why it's coming here but good, I know the flights are intended to provide some relief, and absolutely it needs to provide relief. It just irks me that, A, we're America, and we have to count on uh, you know Germany to deliver baby formula, and B, it has to be delivered here in Texas. But, you know, that's just me. I know it's almost it's almost too political for this show. I get it. I'm sorry. I apologize. I know that uh, you know there's other news out there that talks about uh, more than 82 million COVID-19 vaccines have reportedly been thrown out uh, because of uh, you know the way the nature of the vaccine. All doses uh, have to be used within hours of being opened or discarded. In some cases, the shots expired while sitting on shelves or went bad because of power outages, or broken freezers. CVS and Walmart were responsible for over a quarter of the thrown-out doses, and now experts are demanding uh, uh, demand for vaccines is dropping. They're saying, I I don't know, the the number of people wanting the vaccine has dropped quite a bit. Really? Yeah. And they throw in the Memorial Day weekend COVID-19 cases were about six times higher than they were a year ago. Well, yes, they were. How about the deaths, though? Were they down? Yes, of course they were down. But so? So what? Okay, big deal. (laughs) I mean, this administration, man. I know I'm going to get... I could almost get really political, and I'm not going to, because I try not to do that here on Chewing the Fat. It just drives me insane. I know you get enough of it from everywhere you turn. It's, It's almost unstoppable with politics involving in our daily lives. And I try not to because it's overwhelming and I get it. And I thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. Follow me on Twitter, JeffyJFR. Instagram and Facebook is Jeff Fisher Radio. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, Chewing the Fat. Subscribe. It's free. You can subscribe to Blaze TV, which helps keep this podcast free. Uh, BlazeTV.com slash Jeffy. And if you, uh, you can use the promo code Jeffy, it'll get you, I think 10 bucks off. There's also a special right now to use, uh, Bidenflation as a promo code that gets you $20 off for a year, I believe. Uh, so, you know, just do you best you can, uh, get the best deal you can, whether that's, uh, blaze tv.com slash Jeffy with the promo code Jeffy or the promo code Bidenflation. If that gets you more money off, great use it. That helps in keeping this podcast free. You can email everything or anything that you want to chewingthefatattheblaze.com. blaze.com. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to see your emails. I get them. I love them. Thank you very much. I got, I got, I get your emails on the shows that you're watching and the ones that I recommend and uh, your comments about those shows. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. I'll get to those in future shows to talk about uh, your, (laughs) your reviews of the shows that, uh, that I recommend. So we have that going for us. I will say that I'll leave you with what I think is a joke and I know that it's uh you know it's it's a, a political thing. I know it is. But it is such a joke, and it's not a real funny joke, but it is a joke, and it comes from the man that is our president of the United States of America, Joseph Robinette Biden. My plans are produced the strongest, fastest, most widespread economic recovery America has ever experienced. Has it? With record jobs, new record small businesses and wages rising. It's the uh. foundation for an economy that works for working families. <laughs> I told you. I told you it was a joke. <laughs> that foundation working how is it how is that foundation for working families working for you <laughs> oh it's just hilarious I know I know I'm, so, I'm gonna have to let you go because it's too funny for me <laughs> oh oh <sighs>